you feel stressed and overwhelmed every time you walk into your workspace? Stay tuned for strategies on how to organize that office. Welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and if you're listening for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great week. In this episode, a guest who is also a fellow professional organizer, Nicole Gabay, will be here and she'll be sharing some strategies on just how we can organize that office. I will also be sharing my product at Repurpose as well as my book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, when was the last time you organized your office? So according to McKenzie Report, employees spend 1.8 hours every day searching and gathering information. On average, that's about 9.3 hours Per week. That's like a work day. That's over a work day. So, which is why I wanted to bring on the professional. Prior to founding Be Organized in 1999, Nicole worked at television production for 10 years at MTV, Nickelodeon, and the Orlando Film Commission. She worked as a production manager, producer, prop buyer, and set decorator. She learned many skills that are essential for being organized and keeping up with a very fast pace of a demanding business. In 1989, she received a BFA in textile design from the Fashion Institute of Technology and worked as a textile designer in New York City for several years. As a Golden Circle member of NAPO, which is the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals, and past historian of NAPO, South Florida chapter, Nicole has over 20 years experience of hands-on organizing. She has written a recurring column for Cape Cod Parent and Child Magazine, as well as having been featured in numerous magazines and newspaper articles and on WXTK Radio, the Century 21 Real Estate Show. Nicole has also taught classes on organizing and through the at the Bridgewater State College and organizing workshops for college-bound students as well. So I want you to get your pen and your paper and just kind of sit back and get some strategies on how you can be more productive and effective and efficient in your workspace by organizing your office. Hello and welcome to Got Clutter Get Organized, the conversation. I am excited because I have Nicole Gabay and she is an OG organizer just like I am. She only started like maybe a few, a couple years after I did, so I can't wait for the conversation because we're going to talk about office organization. So Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Janet. So before we get started into the office organizing, what made you decide to be a professional organizer? 
Well, it sort of happened organically. Um, I had been working in TV production for 10 years. I worked at MTV, Nickelodeon, commercial production companies. And all the while I was learning systems, the corporate way. And there is, everything is a system and there is a certain way of doing things. So I was 21 when I started and all the while, I didn't realize it then, but I was learning systems, how it works, how to store things for retrieval. I was getting that message. And um, after about 10 years, I was working at a commercial production company and I was organizing the castings and doing production management. And I kept going to the ad agencies for that. And I walked into the ad agency and numerous times people would say to me, oh, hi, are you here for the audition? And I would be like, oh, no, no, I work behind the scenes. <laughs> and it started to happen like every week. And I, it was always a little secret dream of mine to be on camera, to be a model, be an actress, but I had no experience or idea how even one gets into that. So as they kept asking me, I finally said to my boss, well, I think I want to try it. And she was super supportive. She was like, okay, great. We'll help you get pictures and get an agent. And, um, you know, you'll be on your way. And I was like, great. So I quit my job, which was a little scary, but I figured, you know, I figure it out. And, um, well, as soon as I quit my job, I realized auditioning and taking classes doesn't pay the rent. So I needed really my day job, my bread and butter job. I didn't know what I was going to do. I started meeting a lot of people that were working in restaurants. It's like kind of like a joke in New York. It's, oh, I'm an actor. Oh, really? What restaurant do you work at? So, and I couldn't do that. I just, you know, I knew that being a model, you have to be up bright and early, you know, bright eyed, bushy tailed. So I wanted something to do in the daytime. And I organized a couple of friends' offices and they said, wow, this is an amazing thing. You know, I think a lot of people could use this. And I was like, really? Because for me, it was so easy. And I was like, this is so natural for me. And long story short, I, this was 1999. I realized that I could start a business and it was word of mouth. I started meeting people and then I would organize, you know, the one person and then she'd have me do the children's rooms and then she'd have me do her mother-in-law's house. And it kind of went like that. So, and I realized it was, um, not just lucrative, but it fit perfectly with my lifestyle. So I could do client work and then audition. And so it worked out great. And that was 23 years ago. Yay. So when it comes to the office, what are some of the things we do to either do we bring in a lot of unnecessary things to make it cluttered or in our effort to organize? Do we clutter? How do we get offices that are just unorganized and unproductive? Well, that's a great question because it's like, which came first? And I think, you know, first of all, just being in the United States, in America, in our spaces, we collect stuff. We are a consumer society. So we're always gathering things. And our office becomes kind of like the culmination of that because people look at the paper, the last thing they want to do. So, um, and that's important because you kind of have to manage it on a regular basis. I always say 15 minutes at the end of each day, just clear your desk. And then, and you make your to-do list. So you know what you're working on the minute you get in in the morning. So that's key. Um, so yeah, I think the first thing to do is how do we manage the paper? Mm -hmm. So with that, 
how do we stay organized? Because, I mean, we're managing clients and projects and emails and this and that. How do like a couple of things on how we can maintain order in our offices? Okay. So the first thing I always say, I mean, for sure, it's always the decluttering, the edit, get rid of the obvious. That's kind of like, you know, goes without saying really. Um, and I have what I call a debate principles and it's a six step process. And I, once I start with sectional organizing, some of these are much more involved. So it's, it's described in a book I wrote. Um, but once I go to the paper area, the first thing we need to do is get everything vertical. All those horizontal piles, they are not your friend. They don't help. Even though people will say to me, I know it's in my office in a pile, but I don't know exactly where in the pile. That doesn't help. So the first thing I would say is grab a couple of boxes and get yourself a whole lot of file folders and start putting your papers in folders. And you want to think about how am I going to, what am I thinking of so I can find this material? later not just oh let me make it disappear because <laughs> you need the retrieval right um and then i always feel like make beautiful labels the most the more beautiful your system is the more apt you are to use it you know scribble by hand it's convenient but in the long run it's not going to help you so i would say those are kind of the main things like get everything vertical start putting things into files um, and then I use what's called the zones principle. And what that means is for me, there's like zones one through four. So zone one items are the things that you use the most frequently. You want those at your fingertips. And then zone two are things you use, but not as frequently. You want your most important files on your desk in a step file. So they're sort of on a, on a horizontal level. So you can see each of the folders as they go down. The other thing is, those are zone two items. So, well, zone one is at your fingertips. Zone two is a little further away. Zone three could be in a cabinet. And zone four could be in a closet. So the point being is it's a way of prioritizing all the stuff you have. So that when I walk into a client's office and they show me, oh, well, in this drawer, I have all my tax records. And it goes back 10 years. Well, that shouldn't be in your most prized real estate section, you know? That's for your zone one items or zone two. That's it. All the rest can be stored in a box and put in another area, top of a closet, the bottom, a basement, an attic. You don't need everything at your fingertips. So the zones principle helps you to begin that system process. Mm, and I like that zone principle because it not only helps you organize everything but also it can help you in in the archival the maintaining the letting go because if something is in a four then is that stuff do you really need that stuff i mean yeah. yes the one and two is like really important but the four and yeah. like you said 10 years worth of tax things every tax year i love it my my the person that does my taxes she gets a text from it's like okay what year can i get rid of now because i get excited because i, I know, know there's some things i need to scan and keep but then a right. lot of that physical stuff like you said 10 years do we really need to keep you all really of this stuff? and i always say you know ask your attorney ask your accountant first before you start pitching those things but this is and it is a constant evolution like you have to revisit this um paper system maybe every quarter definitely at least every six months because you're 
your projects change, your priorities change, and the zone principle helps you prioritize. So once you're in that zone four, if those items are in there, yeah, go back there every year. How many can I get rid of? Do I have old folders, things that are completely irrelevant now? So that is a constant. That's not like a one and done type of thing. Mm, that's good. That's good. No, so Nicole, as you work with clients and mm -hmm. your family, and then you, of course you have your personal things mm -hmm. in your life, how do you stay organized? Ooh, well, I have a couple of different systems that I maintain on a regular basis. Um, one of them is my date book. And yes, I am still a paper planner person. I keep this very handy. As you can see, some of my days are super full and some are not. Um, I also have another book. I call it the halfway book. Um, I can explain it to you. It's also explained in my book. Basically, it is a spiral bound notebook with tabbed sections. And the reason for that is to categorize all the information that comes at you on a daily basis. That way you can retrieve the information. And I like that way better than just say a spiral notebook because that's what I call the running tally. And then you're just jotting things down and they're, they might be chronological, but maybe not, you know, you might add a note here and you put something else over there. And then you're stuck with the, oh, I know I wrote this lady's phone number down and it was in my purple pen and it's on the left side page. Hold on, let me flip. And that's where you get into trouble. I believe in the categorical retrieval. So the notebook I love, it has 12 sections and I do talk about it in my books. You can figure, you know, it's on Amazon, it's available widely and you can figure out how to also adapt it to any type of notebook that you use. Some people have a lot more information, so they need a three ring binder. You know, I've worked with a cinematographer. He saw my little notebook and he said, I would fill that in a day. So you adapt, you know, if you need a big binder, whatever works for you, the key is the categories. So that you go through the, I always call it, look at all the papers in your life, in your zone one. What is that information coming at you? And break it down by category. So it could be your home, your spouse, your children. It could be if it's a renovation project, travel plans, vacation ideas. It could be your pet. So you come up with these categories. Now you can retrieve what you're writing down. And that for me is key. As long as I have my date book and what I call the halfway book, that keeps me in order. And then why it's called halfway book is because it's halfway information between, could be just a fleeting thought, could be just a little note somebody gave me, it didn't mean a lot, or it becomes a subject matter I need to refer to. I start a file folder, depends on how much volume, it then needs a notebook, whatever it needs to expand to. But in the beginning, you don't know. You know, you write down little things. You may need it later. You may never need it. So yeah. I like this halfway place. And I like that, Nicole, because then that really kind of eliminates the need for scraps of paper. All That's those little itty-bitty scraps of we paper. We all will... have them. I'm so glad you brought that up. I call that little paper syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> and when I meet a client, I'm like, well, let's see what's in your pockets. How about your purse? How about your you know, change per your, your billfold. Everyone collects little papers. I know we're all digital, but we all still use post-its and people do give out business cards. And this, I love this book to just as a holding place. 
And I know, because my book lasts me about six months, I know when it's time for a new book, when I look at my desk and I'm like, there's so many little papers, this is driving me nuts. I file them in my book and start a new book. And that's how you keep it moving. It's a flow. You know, it's like, I really feel like our space, our office, our homes, there is, there is a connection with it all. It's like holistic, you know? So the way we manage our time relates to how we manage our space. Mm -hmm. So Nicole, of course I could talk to you forever, but how can (laughs) listeners and those watching connect with you, but also get a copy of your book? Oh, thanks for asking. So um, I do have a website. It's called B, the letter B hyphen organized uh, with Z-E-D dot net, B dash organized dot net. And my book is called The Art of Organizing. And it's available on Amazon. It's available wherever retail books are sold. Your favorite bookshop, any any bookstore owner can order it. Barnes and Noble, et cetera. It's available everywhere. And I also have my Instagram handle, which I maintain pretty frequently with new projects, new. I just um, did a book signing at Lily Pulitzer. So I just put all the tidbits that I'm working on. And that is my name, at Nicole Gabay. Just no, no hyphens or anything, just at Nicole Gabay. And of course, those watching and listening, I will have all the links on the show page, including a link to the book of Nicole's. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Janet. This was great. Thank you. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Nicole? I would love for you to either you know, list it below in the comments on social media, or, you know, you can always send me a direct message. Well, now let's transition to Taylor's tip time and keeping your office organized. Number one, you want to use products to keep your documents and paperwork organized and accessible. And they could be a variety of things. They could be a filing cabinet, filing cart. I use magazine boxes to keep some of my papers organized and accessible on bookshelves, a desktop tray. The list is endless. Number two, limit the amount you print. A lot of times we print things, but we don't necessarily need to. So think about that because that can reduce those paper piles as well. Scan and shred regularly, whether you do it weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, because again, that will reduce the amount of paperwork and things that you physically have to manage. And you can just make sure that you, of course, organize them digitally. Number four, recycle items when needed, making sure you do that so that you can continue to keep things moving. And number five, clear your desk at the end of each day, because when you come in, you'll be more focused on what you have to do and not having to do with clean up or organize. And of course, I would love to hear from you, your feedback on this podcast. So please go to either on whatever platform you're you're listening to this on and leave a review. It would be greatly appreciated. So as we get closer into a new quarter, but also the end of the year, Are you ready to tackle the disorganization, whether it's your paperwork schedule or overall life? I am here to help guide you on your journey to an organized life. 
visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com and schedule a complimentary 15-minute session. You know, take action now and get started so you can make progress today. And of course, you know, I always like to take a moment just to say thank you. I so appreciate you listening. I so appreciate you sharing this podcast. So thank you for following me on social media and for your likes, your retweets, your sharing. And of course, please continue to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. I have an office organizing board. And don't forget to check out the conversations on YouTube. Subscribe and click the bell for reminders. And ladies, if you're thinking of getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed. Join the Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free, so join today. Each week, we like to continue the conversation started on the podcast, but also throughout the months, we have different challenges. This month, it was because it is preparedness month I really kind of provided strategies on just how to organize the things we need to kind of grab in the event of an emergency or a disaster knowing where your flashlight is and making sure that it has batteries making sure that you know I gave a simple tip because one of the things is we should always have a sleeping bag ready and available we don't know but just in case you don't Making sure that possibly your linens are so organized. For example, making sure that you take the pillowcase and put the set of sheets in the pillowcase so that if you do have to grab, you're grabbing everything and you don't have to worry about this. Those are just a few things that I shared. And of course, also when people post questions and comments, making sure I respond to them as well. Well, you know what time it is. What time is it? And you think, and I can hear you chanting across the country and around the world. You're either dancing in front of your sink, move the coffee table aside, or doing a jig in maybe your small home office. At least I'm, at least I'm describing my home office because you may have a large home office. It is Toss It Tuesday time. And this Toss It Tuesday, it is time. You know, just like we told the kids to get rid of their stuff, it's time for us to get rid of the papers, the drafts, the notes the scraps of paper that we no longer need. And maybe as you're thinking about your office, you want some additional strategies, well, check out my Clear Your Desk, Clear Your Mind course. It's for you whether you work from home full-time, have a hybrid schedule, and these tips are great for small business owners too. And if you are the family manager keeping things in order, whether you have a home office or work from the dining room table, this course is for you as well. So make sure you click the link in the page. My app suggestion this week, and of course, it's a suggestion I've given so many times, it's Evernote, specifically if you, someone shared in the group, the Facebook group about the scraps of paper, Evernote, because it allows you to have different categories for all the different notes that we have to take for all the different things. So think about that. My suggestion from Amazon Shop is the ProAid paper organizer as a desk organizer as well you know I have one behind me which happens to be three tier it's great because 
I need to keep things organized, but I don't necessarily want them on my desk so they're behind me in a bookcase. So, or you can have it on your desk so things at night, because the top thing, the top space has my planner. The second space has the things that I need to manage every week. The bottom space is always all of my ideas. And of course, my repurpose is check out my repurpose board on Pinterest where, you know, maybe it's time to give your office a refresh. So change the look of the filing cabinet. Maybe use something like your favorite cup mug to put your pencils in. So, or, you know, I use spice jars for to have my um, paper clips. So that might be something you want to do as well. And my book suggestion for you this week is from our guest, Nicole Gabay. And it is The Art of Organizing, An Artful Guide to an Organized Life by Nicole Gabay. And I pronounced her name incorrectly before. The Art of Organizing, An Artful Guide to an Organized Life, Nicole Gabay. My quote for this week is, for every minute organizing, for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. For every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in and please spread the word about the podcast to your loved ones and social media followers. Show your support by leaving a review and consider supporting this podcast as an individual or business. For more information, make sure you check out the links on the show page and visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com for more information. And of course, until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.